A Trump campaign official has been outed as the man who was at the Capitol riot on video threatening police officers. The man, his name is uh, Dylan Quattrucci, is currently Trump's deputy state director in New Hampshire for his 2024 campaign. So he is the number two guy for Trump's campaign in the state of New Hampshire. And he was there with the mob during the Capitol riot. Now there is a video clip. I'm not going to play it because of the language. Uh, but if you want to see it, check out the link in the description of this video, but I am going to read you part of what this guy said. And I'm going to do my best to uh, censor it, which is why I'm not playing the video, but here are just some of the things the man said. If you are a police officer and are going to abide by unconstitutional bull, mm, I want you to do me a favor right now and go hang yourself because you're a piece of, yeah. Uh, he then says, go F yourself. And then he continues. I work for the Republican party. I'm done. I'm going to attack and I'm going to effing go. And I am not having this blank. So he admits January 6th, 2021, I work for the Republican party. And of course that was, that was long before he became the number two guy for Trump's 2024 campaign in New Hampshire. He says, I'm going to attack tells police officers to end themselves. And this is a guy who Donald Trump has picked to help run his campaign in New Hampshire, because these are the kinds of people that Donald Trump attracts. Now it should be noted that this man, as far as I've been able to tell, has not faced any charges uh, for anything at the Capitol. Uh, you know, there's no evidence at this point that he actually entered the building. So being in the mob and even saying these horrific things is technically not illegal. The only thing that would be illegal is if you have him actually assaulting a police officer, which again, there's no evidence for that. Uh, if he went into the building so far, no evidence has emerged of that. So this guy technically did not do anything illegal. Let's make that absolutely clear. No illegal activity on behalf of this man, but that doesn't make his actions any less disgusting. And it doesn't make the Trump campaign any less disgusting. Now that this individual is working for Donald Trump again, and I can't stress this enough. These are the kinds of people that Trump attracts. These are the kind of people that gravitate towards him. And these are the kinds of people that Donald Trump likes. There is nothing, nothing whatsoever that would excuse this kind of language used against the police officers used against the government, nothing. So as of, uh, as of this recording at this moment, this man has so far not been released from the Trump campaign. But of course, now that this information is out there, there's multiple reports. The original report came from NBC news. So it is big news. So it'll be interesting to see what happens to this guy. Does Trump leave him on staff or does he have to kick out a little faithful servant who was just trying to overturn the election for him? We'll have to wait and see. Apparently a couple of hosts over at the little watched conservative network, real America's voice may have been duped into conducting a 17 minute interview with 
what they thought was Donald Trump, but according to the owner of the network, it was likely an AI chatbot pretending to be Donald Trump. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Um, John Solomon was the main host on the program, uh, formerly with Fox News. And he was hyping up like, we got an exclusive phone call with former President Donald Trump, right? Again, on Real America's Voice, which no, I don't even know how to find it. So I don't know who watches it, but yeah, Donald Trump's going to go on this little watch network and uh, talk to him for almost 20 minutes. But immediately after the interview aired, what happened was that you had people all over social media, including the owner of the network saying, this doesn't actually sound like Donald Trump. This actually sounds like a chatbot. Um, this is artificial intelligence and we, we don't know what's happening. And one of the main reasons that they think this too, is not just because of what the chatbot was saying. It did get in some digs against Biden, but it's because of the glitches that kept happening. Very weird audio glitches and delays in the interview, which would not be typical of a regular phone call interview. So the owner, the owner of Real America's Voice, this is what he says. Robert Sig says, this is not the company values that the American people tune in for. This is a major oversight by John and Amanda both. Our news directors will need to go through additional training about journalism practice and how to present the facts and truth to the American people. He also said that he is launching an investigation into the network you know, to find out what the hell happened. Why are you talking to a bot when you said you were going to be talking to the president? But then after the, after the owner of the network makes this statement, like, yeah, it was definitely a chat bot. John Solomon came out and he's like, no, no, no. I swear to God. I talked to the president. He goes, it's not AI. It was president Trump. You can call the staff and check with them, with them yourself. It was definitely president Trump without any doubt. So the daily beast was like, Hey, that's a great idea, right? I mean, Trump's people can clear this up immediately. Like, Hey, was he on the call or was he not on the call? Trump's people didn't respond. <laughs> like no answer. Like, could you just tell us like, yes or no. Did Trump do an interview with John Solomon, real America's voice? Yes or no. And the campaign wouldn't answer. They didn't get back to him. So we don't know as of right now, we don't know if these idiots on real America's voice were actually talking to the former president or if they were talking to an AI chatbot. But here's where things do get interesting. It does appear that there's a good chance it may have actually been the real Donald Trump because on Friday morning, he did share a clip of it where whoever it was, whether it was himself or the chatbot, was attacking President Biden. So Trump's like, hey, I like what this guy says. Maybe it's me, maybe it's not, but I'm gonna share it on Truth Social. Why not, right? <laughs> This is going to be a problem, like not just for real America's voice, but moving forward in politics, this is going to be a problem for literally everybody like left, right, big politician, small politician. It doesn't matter. We're going to see more of this happen. And we're going to hear probably some pretty horrific quotes from people that's not actually coming from the people. I mean, you can make these chat bots because they are getting so advanced, sound like anyone and say whatever it is you want them to say. So SIG is right. Like we're going to have to train people to do better journalism because yeah, this is going to be a massive problem with this country, with this world 
moving forward. And if journalists can't figure out a way to sift through who's the real person and who's the chatbot, then get ready for just the overall dumbing down of the country because this is going to be very dangerous. Failed vice presidential candidate and former half-term governor of Alaska before she quit, Sarah Palin, went on Newsmax recently to uh, spread a new conspiracy theory. Now, before I tell you this new theory, let me just say, the thing I love the most about Sarah Palin is that not just is she so dumb, but she's so confident in her stupidity. Like she is so confident with everything she says and she knows it's right. and Nobody else can think like her. And let's be honest, that's probably a good thing because I don't think the hamster's on the wheel up here. I think it got off to get some water and forgot to go back on and get things moving again because Sarah Palin on this recent appearance on Newsmax, Newsmax, excuse me, says it's actually the Democrats that are pushing for president Biden to be impeached because you know, 2024 is coming up. Biden's got some problems. We don't want him to be the nominee. So let's impeach him. And then all our problems go away. Here's what, what this idiot said. I think it's becoming exposed because their strategy, the left strategy is to get us so riled up and so angry about the corruption of Joe Biden and his family that at the last minute, they're going to have Biden bailed. He's not, what does that have Biden bailed? They're going to have him bail. Like they can't have him bailed. Duh. Like they, oh my God. He's not going to be their nominee. They're going to throw in somebody else who will be their Messiah, their new savior. And then that will take away so many of the arguments that the right has against the left in this presidential campaign season. It's all planned. It's all strategy. I love how you're accusing the left of having this Messiah, you know, obsession when, when your party is literally a cult of Donald Trump, like, oh, the Democrats will have their new Messiah, their new savior. That's, that's, that's what you guys are doing with that uh, guy with the 91 felony charges against him. So yeah, maybe look in the mirror before you say things like that. Uh, here's why this is so dumb. (laughs) Not just because it comes from Sarah Palin. Donald Trump himself has been out there on truth social recently, pushing Republicans to impeach president Biden. Marjorie Taylor Greene has been out there repeatedly in interviews and on social media calling for Biden's impeachment. Kevin McCarthy, the Republican speaker of the house admitted just last month that he is going to be open to letting Republicans start an impeachment inquiry. Other Republicans in the freedom caucus, Matt Gates have said, let's move forward with the impeachment inquiry. There is not a single Democrat, by the way, that has said Biden is corrupt as hell. Let's get him out of office. No sitting democratic lawmaker in Washington, DC has said that. So in order for Sarah Palin's conspiracy theory to be true, what has to be happening is that Republicans would have to be in on it, right? Because they're the ones who are actually pushing it. Like it's literally on the record. So for her conspiracy theory to be true, here's what has to be happening behind the scenes. The Democrats in Washington, DC, in the house of representatives, maybe even in the Senate. I don't know. We're not going to go over there just yet, but the Democrats in the house of representatives had to have approached these Republicans, Kevin McCarthy, Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene and said, Hey, listen, 
we need you all to impeach Biden. Not only do we need you to impeach him, we need you to make sure that you don't mention that we Democrats want him out of office. And Sarah Palin would have us believe that Kevin McCarthy, Matt Gates, and Marjorie Taylor Greene, among many others, are sitting on that juicy nugget of info that Democrats actually want this, but they're refusing to go out there and hammer Democrats for that, even though they could use that against them. And that would be a pretty massive attack against President Biden, right? But instead, they're going to push forward with an impeachment process that they know is not going to be successful that will ultimately end up hurting the Republicans in the end. Those things that I just laid out are what would have to be true if Sarah Palin's conspiracy theory were accurate. And the reason I like to dissect these things is because once you poke like one or two little holes in it, you realize how stupid these statements are. But it's always fun to point out the complete lack of logic for people like Sarah Palin who can't stop pushing these easily debunked and completely idiotic conspiracy theories. So last week, New York Attorney General Letitia James revealed in her court filings where she is, by the way, seeking a summary judgment against Donald Trump, which is basically asking the judge, go ahead and find him guilty. And then we'll just have the trial to determine if I get the full 250 million or if that amount is going to be lowered by the jury. So in her filing, she also revealed that some years the Trump organization would inflate their assets sometimes by about $800 million. And in at least one case, they inflated their worth by $2.2 billion. Now she made these claims in her legal filings and she made these claims based on the fact that she has been looking at these documents, the bank records, the statements from the Trump company, the statements from the insurance companies, the statements from the tax organizations. She's seen it all. And this is the conclusion that she was able to come to by doing the math. Well, Donald Trump doesn't like math. And he damn sure doesn't like anybody saying that he doesn't have as much money as he wants us to think he has. So at the end of last week, after all of this became public and it was revealed, he overinflated his assets by over $2 billion. Donald Trump went absolutely berserk on truth social. <laughs> and this is what he had to say. In the NYS AG Letitia James case, I was targeted, given no jury, no extensions, no commercial division, no constitutional rights, no anything. The Democrat judge hates Trump with a passion. Now, before I continue, let's, let's point out a couple things here. I was targeted. Yes, you were targeted because there were allegations of fraud. So that, that's why they went after you, because they had evidence and allegations that uh, your company was breaking the law. So I was targeted. Yeah, because it looks like you broke the law. Um, given no jury. Mm -hmm. that's, that's because it hasn't gone to trial yet. That's, that's how that happens. Like you don't just get a jury and the jury is just hanging out for months and months waiting for the trial. That that's not a thing. So, I mean, I guess it's technically accurate. Like you haven't gotten a jury, but that's because we we're not, we're not there yet. So, you know, that's a little weird. No extensions. That's a lie. You've had multiple extensions in this case. The Democrat judge hates Trump with a passion. Why can't you just say me? 
Like, why do you always have to refer to yourself in the third person? Like, Farron wouldn't do that. So why does Trump do that? <laughs> but then he continues. This is where he goes totally bonkers. The thing I have is a great case based on phenomenal numbers that show a net worth billions of dollars more than she viciously and falsely claimed. Very little debt, big cash, a powerful disclaimer clause, paid off loans, no defaults, happy banks, great assets. I was defamed by New York State. Election interference. Happy banks, no defaults. Dude, you've had more bankruptcies than most people in this country could ever dream of. Um, not to mention the fact that you're accusing her of defamation for what she's charged you with. I'm begging you, please file a defamation lawsuit against her. Like 100%, I support that all the way. Because she has all the evidence. Like She has it. And you're still sitting there like, no, this is totally wrong. I have happy banks. They are great, wonderful. They have big smiles when I walk in. Okay. She can prove it though. And you can't. So please do file that defamation lawsuit. If you say it's defamation, go ahead and file. Let's see how that works out for you in the end. Especially once we get that jury trial where you are most likely going to be found liable for the $250 million she said you screwed the state out of. So Donald Trump hates many, 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 many things in this world, but there's nothing he hates more than when someone accurately points out that he doesn't have as much money as he wants us to think. listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fairandbalanced and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fairandbalanced.